In Fairneck, we used to think the plagues of Egypt were a thing of the past. We're not so sure about that anymore. Welcome to Fairneck, New Jersey. Until now, Fairneck was most notably known for kosher restaurants, wild geese, and basement flooding. But not anymore. In just five minutes, something is going to happen that will change the way Fairneck is remembered forever. I promise we'll get there, but first, a few facts to get you started. Today is three days before Passover, which is a big deal in Fairneck because most residents are Jewish. Passover is the eight-day holiday where we tell the story of the Exodus. You know the one? Slaves in Egypt, burning bush, ten plagues. You probably saw the movie. My name is Michal Rabinowitz. I'm Fairneck's best independent investigative journalist and seventh grader at Ramban Elementary and Middle School. I write most of my investigative stories at the Sleepy Bean Cafe, the coolest kosher coffee shop in town, where teenage girls and stylish moms get coffee drinks and gossip and stare at Joey Kirshner, the collectively agreed-upon town hottie and Fairneck's most eligible bachelor. Personally, I think Joey is super old, but the bean crowd doesn't mind a man in his late 20s. Joey owns the newest and trendiest kosher restaurant just two doors down from the cafe. It's called... The place. Everyone likes it because of the tiny umbrellas they put in all the drinks and the fried stuff. The second most popular kosher spot in town is called the Lion's Den. Half Italian restaurant, half sushi bar right across the street. Regulars of each restaurant like to talk up the rivalry between the owners. They have no idea. Here's our eligible bachelor now. Joey, say hi. Hi, I'm Joey. Relax with a smile, they can't see you. Hey, do they know about egg roll happy hour? Half-off avocado egg rolls from five to six. Oh my god, you're literally being the worst right now. Sorry, I'm just nervous. Weird day. Don't mind him. He's being salesy because the place is closed today due to some unforeseen and totally bananas circumstances. Sometime between 11.54 last night and 8.02 this morning, someone broke into the place, flooded it with water, and planted 182 frogs. I know, and everyone's a suspect. Last night got pretty heated here on West Anglewood Avenue. All that's clear is that the culprit had a message for Joey. It'll be fine. Sales will be fine. No one is going to find out. We'll reopen tomorrow. It's fine. You said fine too many times. Oh, God. You're right. Everyone's going to find out. We'll be close in a week. I need another heart attack. Don't worry. He means his iced coffee. They call it the heart attack because it's got like 37 pumps of caramel syrup in it. Yeah, that'll calm me down. Good idea, Joey. Why not just smoke a cigarette, too, to calm you down? No, thanks. Haven't smoked since college. You had two at Alana Schechter's birthday party three weeks ago. It doesn't count if you're buzzed. I wouldn't know. I'm 12. Oh, well, stay in school. And what about the cigarette you had last week? We don't have to get into that. Don't you have somewhere else to be? As far as you're concerned, I'm in your head. So, not really. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that. That's because even without the frogs, Joey is pretty distracted today. Sorry, I'm just pretty distracted today. See what I mean? 
I should go over there, right? I should just go. Say my piece, it'll be quick and easy. Sure about that? Oh, God. You're right. It'll be long and painful. While he continues to spiral... Hey, I'm good. You know what? I'm better than good. I am fine. I'm gonna give you a tip. Notice the small decisions people make in our story. Small decisions leave the biggest impacts on our lives. Take Joey here. What he really wants to do is pay someone a visit. He's got a big conversation coming, but feeling a bit nervous about it, he decides instead to return to his restaurant. I wonder how animal control is getting on with the frogs. This is the place. It's not ordinarily this quiet, but there are no customers because, you know. Hey there. Forgot my name again? Joey has forgotten her name. She said it three times this morning when she arrived with her animal control crew, but he was so distracted he kept forgetting. How men continue to be elected to public office astounds me. No way, Jill. It's Margie. Yup. That's my sister's name. Really? No. Okay. I don't have a sister. All right. So how are things looking? We got most of them. We're just doing another sweep and the plumbing crew will take it from there. Sorry. I'll turn that off. So, do I have to buy all new food? No, I'm sure your customers will love that there were live animals crawling on it. Really? Oh, you're kidding. Are you kidding? You know, you're lucky to have that face. Oh, Margie, you old so-and-so. Okay. So how did someone even get this many frogs? Seton Creek, I guess. Seton Creek is a creek about a mile from here, and it's known for two things. Grown men getting drunk and leaving their beer cans everywhere, and a lot of frogs. It's where all the local schools get their frogs Don't for- Don't say it. Frog dissection. You read about that? I catered the protest. What? It was very well organized. You see that kid run naked through the school? Yeah. That video really got around. Thanks to me, but more on that later. I'm a hailstorm for your love, baby. Hailstorm. This is Ben Stern, worst singer in Bergen County and the proud owner of the Lion's Den. The kosher spot across the street from the place and also its biggest competition. Right now, Ben is driving down Wyndham Road toward his house on West Englewood Avenue. Funny thing about small decisions, had Joey decided not to go back to work, but instead pay a visit to someone he'd wanted to talk to all morning, he would have crossed this very intersection at this very moment, and the morning would have played out very differently. But with Joey out of sight, there's nothing to distract Ben on his way home. Inside his house, Shoshana Stern, Ben's wife and the most popular teacher at Ramban Elementary and Middle School, is pacing back and forth. Shoshana received some inconvenient news a few minutes ago, and right now she's leaving an urgent message for someone in response to it all. She's totally freaking out, but she's doing her best to sound cool and casual. Hi, Shoshana again. You know that. Listen, I just wanted to double check that you know that nothing happened, and whatever you saw the other day was not anything. So, everything is normal. Great, even. Everything is great. Um... Okay. Ah, It's a pretty small house. She can only pace for a few feet before bumping into something. Okay. Bye. I'm so sick of this house. Surprise. Hi. Hi. You're back. Um, I thought you... What happened to Maryland? Shoshana didn't expect to see Ben home so soon from his work trip, which explains why she's being like such a weirdo. She needs to get rid of him for a few minutes so she can leave another voicemail in secret. I mean, it's great. I was just... 
standing here, so good timing. Shosh, are you okay? Yes, are you okay? You're being weird. What's weird? Who's weird? I'm not, not. Nothing's, nothing's weird. Something's going on. I have a surprise for you. Is it a sexy surprise? Yes. No, it's not. But I need you to get me something so I can complete it. If it's my surprise, shouldn't you go get it? Yeah. Yeah. No. It has to be you. Listen, go to the basement and grab me that, um, the, um, chessboard on top of the bookshelf. Oh. So it's really not a sexy surprise. And watch out for the puddles. There's still some water left from the flooding. Please don't let me see a mouse. Please don't let me see a mouse. As Ben reaches the bookshelf to retrieve a chessboard that Shoshana has no plan to actually use, he notices a wire dangling from the ceiling. He missed one. Ben hired an electrician to fix some loose wiring a few days ago, who apparently forgot one. He decides to take a quick detour from his chessboard assignment and prove to his wife that he can be just as handy as a professional. I can fix that. If only he'd taken a moment to remember Shoshana's warning about the puddles, he would have realized he was standing in water. Got it! That's the thing about those basement floods. Makes it a lot easier for us to electrocute ourselves to death. Let's rewind a bit. This is Joey Kirshner, five minutes ago. As before, Joey is sipping the last of his heart attack on West Englewood Avenue. At just 11.32 a.m., it's already been quite a day for Joey. As he considers going back to work to check on how things are going with the frogs, he suddenly has a change of heart. Okay, executive decision. I'm going over there. Whatever happens, happens. As Joey heads toward the intersection of West Englewood and Wyndham, he has no idea his plans are about to change. You see, his business rival, Ben Stern, just happens to be driving toward that very intersection. Had Joey gone to work, Ben would have driven straight home, been greeted by a strange-acting Shoshana, headed down to his basement for a chessboard, and, well... But now, Ben doesn't go home. Instead, he says... I should apologize to Joey. Get it over with. And pulls over. Things have been so awkward between Joey and Ben ever since... You know what? I'll fill you in on the specifics later. Joey! Oh, hey. How are you? Listen, I'm... uh, I'm sorry about... Oh, hey, man. It's all good. We're Coolio. For the record, both men feel embarrassed about the word Coolio. I'm going to turn the volume down on Ben and Joey's conversation for a few seconds. There's just a lot to fill you in on in our little story, and some of this won't make sense right now. No, no, no. Don't don't blame yourself. The O Canada rendition was amazing, but you should apologize. All you need to know is that when they were done talking, this happened. Hey! Stop biting in the street! Ugh, they're like barn animals. That British voice belongs to Alana Schechter, the most intimidating woman in Fairneck. Alana was driving by when she spotted two familiar faces fighting in public. You two are such boys. This won't be fixed by fighting. Alana, stay out of this. Seriously, stop it. Alana, watch out! Ah! Alana! Eleven minutes later, as bloody pieces of Alana's sweatshirt were scattered across the intersection, the Fairneck police noticed something strange. A red substance started spilling out over West Englewood Avenue. They couldn't tell where it was coming from at first. All they could see was what looked like a red river flowing towards them. This is five minutes ago, and that person sipping the last of his drink is Joey. You can't see inside the place, right? The shades cover everything? He's taking extra precautions to make sure nobody notices the sudden frog takeover at the place. Gossip is like a bad trend in Fairneck. You can't stop it. 
And honestly, why would you want to? Bad trends are funny. I need another heart attack. It's just as well that Joey goes to the cafe. Had he chosen to go back to work or talk to someone he was desperate to visit, things really would have turned for the worse. But he doesn't do either of those things. The second Joey walks into the cafe, all the teenagers and young moms notice him. The sight of his weirdly intense jawline and big, dumb brown eyes always gets their attention. I'm an unbiased reporter, but I'd like to state for the record that Joey is old and gross and Fairneck is wrong about him. There's only one smart individual who doesn't notice he'd walked in. Hey, Michal. How's that Pulitzer Prize coming? Any day now. There's been a major development in my story. You always reminded me of Harriet the Spy. Uh, she a friend of yours? No, Harriet. Like from the 90s? What's the 90s? All right, point taken. Hey, Danny, can I get a refill? Oh, sure thing, Jay. I'm just about to take my break. Want me to walk it over to the place for you? No! <laughs> I mean, no. Thanks. Don't do that. Okay. What is it, six dollars? Here's, uh, 50 bucks. Keep the change. No need to come by the restaurant. Thanks, man. Uh, okay. All right. Thank. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Joseph! Didn't I just see you in here? Hi, Esther. You caught me. I noticed the place is closed today. Yeah, um, power outage. They're still working on it. There have been a lot of power outages this week. I thought someone as strong and handy as you could fix that. Yeah, I was surprised too. So how's the book club keeping everyone in line? Well, Rose Klein accidentally took some kind of marijuana into his pill last week that she mistook for her hip medication. Yikes. So we're a smaller group, but we're fine. You know, my wind chimes went missing last night. You don't say. Must be pretty quiet. You'd think so. What? What do you mean? Have you heard anything? I'm sorry. I'm being crazy. Must be the caffeine. Excuse me just one sec, Esther. Hey, Alana. Hello, Joseph. Excellent rendition of the Canadian National Anthem last night. Thanks. I'm not Canadian. I just like the song. You haven't seen my keys, have you? Hmm? Sorry? What's that? Technically, he didn't see her keys, because they're in his pocket. But we'll get to that. Nope. No. Haven't seen them. They're the keys to the school. I'm on my way there now. Beth will kill me if I lost another set. (laughs) You're hilarious. Well, this has been great. I'll see you tomorrow. Why? What's tomorrow? It's an expression. It's not. Had Joey not answered Alana's call, she would have driven to work, started on a long, boring project with her boss, and this whole interaction would never have happened. But she was suddenly curious about something and went to visit her friend Shoshana. Shoshana and Alana are both teachers at Ramban. Don't mention that their names rhyme. They hate that. Hi, surprise for you. Is it a sexy surprise? Hey, Alana. Alana! What a surprise! Wow. Two great surprises. What a day. You're being weird. Don't worry, apparently everything's fine. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt Shoshana's breakdown or whatever. I wanted to talk about something quickly. Oh, yeah, okay, great. I can come back later. No, that was perfect, I'm sorry. I just need to check on something in my car for a second. I could come with you. No, I... I'll just be a second. Stay here, I'll, I'll be right back. Must be serious, nobody drops by without texting anymore. Eh, I was driving by anyway. I'm headed to the school to get rid of all the library books. Is that something schools are endorsing now? Yeah. Hi, Shoshana again. You know that. Listen, I just wanted to double check that you know that nothing happened and whatever you saw the other day was not anything. So, 
everything is normal. Great, even everything is great. As climate change would have it, at this very moment, a piece of sky just big enough to cover Fairneck has opened up, and through it falls millions of tiny hailstones. As Shoshana looks toward the sky, amazed at the tiny, icy stones, she thinks about how miraculous the Earth can be when only we stop to appreciate it. It's so beautiful. Okay, in her defense, what were the chances of that 20-pound hailstone dropping to the exact spot where she was standing? Even famous scientists would later agree that it was bonkers. This is Joey just five minutes ago. Where he chooses to go right now will change everyone's lives forever. So we need to make one last trip back to this moment. Hey, Joe? At your service. Be careful right now, okay? Fine. I'll cut down on the sugar. That's not what I mean. Oh, great. Because I was lying. I just mean, think strategically right now. You're a lot more powerful than you think. (gasps) I think I just swallowed a fly. I know you're not always the sharpest tool in the... Wherever you keep tools. Tool belt. Nailed it. Whatever. I just mean... Forget it. Wait. Is everyone okay? Hello? Is she okay? We don't always have control over the outcomes of our choices. But we do control the choices themselves. Even the smallest choice, like what shirt to wear or which route to drive home, can lead to events we never could have predicted. They might even lead to events you thought were impossible. But more on that next time. Place Called Fairneck was created, written, and produced by Eva Billick. Story developed with Kyle Andrews. Audio engineering by Sean George. Editing and sound mixing by Rama Valuri. Our consulting producer is Kyle Andrews. Voice acting by Eva Billick, Miles Bryant, Emily Churchill, Sean George, Haley Graves, David Martin, and David Schwartzbaum. Original music composed by James Edwards. Illustration by Colin Dahlgren. A very special thank you to Heckler Films and Britt Rentschler. Subscribe to A Place Called Fairneck on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to rate and leave a review. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Fairneck Podcast. To learn about how you can support this show, visit patreon.com slash Podcast or reach out to us on social media or through our website, fairneckpodcast.com.